Hello and a very warm welcome back to my dear listeners. This is your host Shambhishtha, ready to take you back to the palace of Vishalgar. A dark hellhole of terror? A king who may not be a human? Or are Binoy's eyes playing tricks on him? I watched as Raja Bahadur walked away from the terrace into the palace. What I had just seen could not be a mistake. My very eyes had seen him scaling the walls of the palace on his fours. And yet, at the same time, I had found him standing behind me. Which one was real? Were my eyes playing tricks on me? Was this palace cursed? I slowly made my way back into the palace, my head bursting with unanswered questions. The king was nowhere to be seen. And once again, that suffocating darkness all around. I switched on my torch and slowly made my way down that serpentine staircase back to the first floor. I didn't want to go back to my room just yet. I wanted to find out what secrets this palace bore. I flashed my torch around the huge corridor. All the rooms on the first floor had heavy padlocks on them. But what I noticed left me puzzled. The doors were very old, but the locks, they were all new, as if they had been recently purchased. Why would anyone do that? I walked on till I reached the end of the corridor. My torchlight fell on a door that was slightly ajar. I pushed it open and at once my nostrils were assailed with the strong, musty smell that came from within. I stepped in and swept my torch around. The room must have been lying unoccupied for ages. There was dust nearly as thick as blankets all around. Cobwebs hung from ceilings, framed the walls. My torch was not necessary because the room was quite bright with the moonlight coming in through barred windows. I looked around. An old sofa sat in a corner. Beside it was a writing desk and a dressing table all covered with thick dust. This room must have belonged to a lady once upon a time. And then, I felt a presence of someone in the room. I didn't want to turn around. I knew it was Raja Bahadur and he wouldn't be pleased at all. He had warned me against snooping around. I had disobeyed. I wondered what he would say now. Well, 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 who do we have here? It was not Raja Bahadur's voice. It was a woman's. I whirled around. There were three women in the room. The moonlight fell on them. They were beautiful. And then I noticed they had no shadows. 
So, who are you, young man, so handsome and dashing? The other two women laughed softly. To me, it sounded like musical notes. Sweet, seductive, beautiful. One of them addressed the woman who had spoken to me first. Sister, he is yours. You have him first. Another one said, He looks very young too. Mm, chances are his blood will be fresh too. My heart was thudding, my blood running cold. But so mesmerizing were they that I stood rooted to the spot, unable to move even an inch. I just stared with wide eyes. One of them stepped forward and walked up to me. She leaned forward. Her face was inches away from mine. She brought her fingers up to my face and began to trace lines across. Slowly, seductively, her eyes burnt like hellfires. I stood helpless. She smiled widely and I saw a glimpse of very sharp teeth. I shut my eyes tightly. No, 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 tell me this is not true. This was no woman. This was a beast. Suddenly came a voice I knew so well. Stop! Step back right now. It was Raja Bahadur. Immediately the woman near me drew back. The king strode forward, caught her arm and yanked her to a side. He was shaking with rage. How dare you! How dare you set your eyes on him! Had I not told you all to stay away? Get out! Get out of here right now! One of the women said, Have you no pity on us, O king? We are hungry and you... How can you be so heartless? Rudra Pratap's anger dwindled away. His voice turned soft. How can I be hard-hearted, my dear? You know how much I care. But this man, you will not touch. Not until I have finished my work with him. Now leave. And as I watched, the three women rose above the ground and disappeared through the ceiling. It was too much for me. I crumpled to the floor, losing consciousness. Was the darkness playing tricks on Binan? Or was what he had seen for real? With each passing day, Binoy was spinning more and more into nothingness. What he was seeing was far from reality. Such things were non-existent in the modern educated world. But then, who knows, when that thin line merges to bring in a world one thinks does not exist. When terror sets in, there is no escape from its clutches. Let's find out what happens next.
when I return soon with a new episode. Till then.